Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're having an absolutely fantastic, blessed day today. It's a wonderful day down here in Health Masters. We're doing everything we can to keep everybody as healthy as possible and as informed as possible. And thank you for your support at healthmasters.com. Earlier today, uh, Steve actually handed me an article from NIH.gov, the National Institute of Health.gov. Now, this is interesting because this is currently up right now. I was just looking at it. If you go to NIH.gov, Table 2E, E is e an echo, it's titled Characteristics of Antiviral Agents That Are Approved or Under Evaluation for the Treatment of COVID-19. And, of course, they have remdesivir up here, and I'll talk about that one in a second. What's interesting, on the second page of it is ivermectin. Not joking. You pull it up right here. Ivermectin is listed basically as a antiviral treatment for COVID-19 on the NIH.gov website. Now, it's interesting about this. It talks about the dosage. And then in the adverse events, I mean, it's it's not even like not even a paragraph. And uh, it goes, say, adverse events, generally well tolerated. Uh, possible dizziness and GI effects such as nausea or diarrhea. Okay, so I mean, that's that's the extent of the side effects from ivermectin that's listed as an antiviral agent for treatment of COVID-19 on NIH.gov. Now, isn't that interesting that we have seen so many people, news agencies, bobbleheads, talking mouths, bring up how ivermectin basically is a horse drug and you should never use it and everybody needs to stay away from it and go on remdesivir and go in the hospital as soon as you catch COVID. Ironically, Remdesivir is also on that list, and it goes in all the dosage and all the stuff. Now, here's the adverse events on here. It says nausea, significant ALT and AST elevations, hypersensitivity, also ALT and AST elevations associated with full renal and liver toxicity. Accumulation may occur in severe renal impairment. Okay, so... They're blatantly saying right here that this is what it does. It's highly probable that it's going to basically blow your liver out and your kidneys out, but that's totally okay, I guess, to what they're saying on it. Now, it's interesting. It says in monitoring parameters, it says remdesivir may need to be evaluated for discontinued if ALT levels increase up to 10 times what normal range is. Now, ALT, if you guys know this, this is basically one of the main liver uh, enzymes that shows you if your basically liver is getting exposed to significant toxicity. This is very common if you see high ALT levels in hepatitis patients, uh, cirrhosis of the liver, so forth. Well, the normal ALT range in men is 7 to 40, basically units per liter. 7 to 40 is a healthy ALT range. A lot of times if somebody's exposed to toxins or you know Tylenol, a lot of stuff like that, you'll see ALTs get up into the low 100s. I was reading about earlier. They're saying right here that if ALT levels reach 10 times the normal range, which is 400 is what they're saying here, if ALT levels go over 400, remdesivir may need to be discontinued. When you look at ALT ranges in that range, you're talking about individuals that are in almost full-blown liver failure. majority of them are in the final phases of cirrhosis of the liver or liver disease. So they're literally saying if remdesivir takes you to near death and your liver's almost completely and totally grenaded, maybe you should consider discontinuing use of remdesivir. But then you look up 
ivermectin on the next page, and it says possible side effects, GI distress, and dizziness, generally well tolerated. Does anybody else see a problem with this? Yeah, I do, and a lot of other people do as well. And we had a customer call us up earlier, and I'm waiting to get the information on this, but he gave us some pretty interesting information about possible incentives that may be happening with Vendesivir, and I'm waiting to get the information before I basically uh, talk about it in detail because you guys know I'm very, very picky about that, and I haven't been able to vet it yet. So I'll, once I get that, I'm going to bring it up as well. But we've been saying this repeatedly every single day almost, and it's not because I want to be a broken record. It's because Remdesivir is intentionally being used as a toxic drug in order to keep the COVID death rate as high as possible right now in order to scare people and when they go in the hospital blatantly basically telling them they're going to die. We had another customer call up. He said one of his good friends in the church that he's in basically got COVID and basically started getting uh, issue in his lungs with it. He was in his, I think, 60s or 70s, Steve said. And so his friend went into the hospital. They put him on remdesivir. Within four days, he went on a ventilator. Next day, he was dead. And the sad part about this is I'm hearing the exact same story over and over and over and over and over again. It is, this is not an abnormal occurrence. As much as it should be an abnormal occurrence, it's not an abnormal occurrence anymore. It's happening very, very regularly with the exact same story from people that are firsthand witnesses that we personally talk to and seen this in, even people that we know in our own circle of friends. And so this is why it's so important, my friends. You have to make sure you keep your nutrient density high, your vitamin C level die, and do the best you can to keep your immune system as strong as possible because there's no question about it. When you start looking at what they're doing in the hospitals and you're looking at what we're seeing with these injections now, how people that basically are getting these injections are not only not staying healthy or being protected by any means, they're getting unbelievably sick on a regular basis. And there was an article that I talked about uh, I think a week ago on the Hagman Report, and I don't, I don't remember if I brought it up on this show, and Dad sent it to me yesterday again and reminded me about it, and essentially I'm going to let him bring it up here in a second. It basically goes into detail on what happens when you look at blood work from pre-vaccine, after the first dose, and after the second dose, and what the immune system actually does. And so uh, what, what do you think about everything with this, Dad? The more and more truth is coming out now about what's really going on. Well, it's exactly what we told everybody was going to happen with the acquired immunity, you know, you know, deficiency. I mean, it's, it's just the, the immune system apparently is losing about 5% of its ability every single week after you get the second booster shot. I don't really know what the first booster shot is doing, but the second one seems to be much, much worse. And that's probably because a lot of people got the placebo and the saline solution on the first injection, which is exactly what we told you guys was going to happen. They didn't want a massive death rate, a massive sickness rate after the first vaccine was administered. And it's in my opinion and a lot of opinion of a lot of other people who have done the research that a lot of the shots that were given in the, initially, in the initial phase were saline. So if you've taken the shot, there's a good probability that you've taken a saline injection, which I hope and pray that happened to you and that you got the placebo. I really do believe that I – I really pray that for you. I really believe that you didn't take one that had the doggone living creatures in it and all these other weird things that are in it and all these other crazy things that are in it. I just hope you got the salt solution. But another article came in from the expose and it says that it gets worse, that a comparison of the official government report suggests that the fully vaccinated are developing AIDS, a cryoimmunodeficiency syndrome, much faster than anticipated. 
Remember, uh, you know, a lot of people had talked in the very beginning how there was an AIDS component to this Chinese virus, this bioweapon that developed at Fort Detrick along with the, you know, Wuhan laboratory, and that it was also a SARS component. But suddenly that whole thing with the AIDS kind of got put on the back burner. Nobody really talked about it anymore, except for Dr. Lee Merritt, who came on our show and said that there was a part of the vaccine that was actually preventing your body's immune system from producing antibodies or from stopping the replication of the spike proteins. But this article goes on to say the latest UK PHE vaccine surveillance reports figures on COVID-19 cases show that Doubtly, the vaccinated 40 to 79 year olds have lost almost 44% of their immune system capability. Um, wow. From 40 to 79 have lost 44% of their immune system capability. Their immune systems are deteriorating around, deteriorating at around 5% per week between 3.8% and 9.1% per week. If this continues, then the 30 to 59 year olds will have zero COVID defense and perhaps a form of acquired immunity syndrome aids by christmas and all double vaccinated people over 30 will have completely lost the part of their immune system that tackles covid19 by january next year now uh, you know guys i haven't vetted this and it's coming from the expose in the uk i'm reading it to you because it lines up with what we've been telling you is going to happen but I really hope that this article is wrong. I really do. I mean, I hope it's not this bad. It says the five public health tables below from their vaccine surveillance report of all fully genome sequenced Delta cases separated by five weeks clearly showed that the progressive damage that the vaccines are doing to the immune response, the PHE have done so much great work. Here's a picture very clear. Here's the weekly decline in doubly vaccinated immune system performance compared to the unvaxxed people. Vaccine efficacy is measured using Pfizer's vaccine effectiveness formula. And I'm going to post this because it's a bunch of charts and a bunch of labels. And basically, um, it's bad. It's really bad. It says these immune system degradations could be caused by antibody-dependent enhancement, where the vaccine-induced antibodies start working in reverse and be specific to COVID or it could be more general and a result of the form of the vaccine-mediated AIDS. The fact that the third jabs worked in Israel for a short period of time and the fourth jabs were imposed means the vaccine antibodies do still have a protective effect immediately after vaccination, so that may rule out ADE. The falling efficacy of the vaccines does not asymptomatically approach zero, which would mean the vaccines merely lose effectiveness over time. It goes straight through zero and then goes dangerously negative, which means the vaccines become toxic to the immune system. Then it goes even more negative in a linear manner week on week. This continues, and the vaccines will completely destroy the part of your immune system which deals with COVID by the end of January. The vaccine booster shots have to be the same as the vaccines themselves because it takes too long to do the clinical studies on the secondary booster shots. Now, I'm going to post this and let you guys read through this. You can make up it as you would. But I'm going to say this, and also mentioned it earlier, I'm going to say it again. It's really, really, really important now, more than ever, to take your vitamin C, your D3K2, your zinc, your potassium iodide, you know, have ivermectin on hand. If you find a doctor that can prescribe that, if you belong to our ST Brower Instagram account, if you don't have an ivermectin doctor, you can contact Sharon via the Instagram account at ST Brower. And she'll give you the name of a lady, a physician, a medical doctor who could get you a prescription for ivermectin. 
you know, you have to fill out some forms online, that kind of stuff. There's like a $50 charge with her. She'll give you like a consultation over the telephone. But guys, listen to me. I don't know how to say to you how important this is. Now, the quercetin is also very important. We've got our powdered vitamin C on the website with quercetin. We're out of the capsules right now. We've got the powder. So the quercetin opens up the pathways to allow the body to bring zinc into the cell structure, which allows it to help stop the replication phase of the virus. So, guys, at this point, we've all got to massively increase our antioxidant regime, with the exception of the D3K2. Be careful with that. Make sure you keep your levels between 60 and 90 on your blood tests. You probably only need one of those every other day because there are 10,000 IUs. Get your blood tested about once every six months to every year if you're going to take more than that. But you can really load up on it if you get exposed to this stuff. It's really important that we all understand that apparently the antibody-dependent enhancement and all of the stuff that's happening with the AIDS component of this and the SARS component of this, this is a serious, serious bioweapon, which is enhanced by your body starting to produce spike protein from this kill shot that they're giving you. It's not a vaccine. Let me kind of go over with you what it does again. It tells your body to manufacture coronavirus spike proteins. It, the RNA tells you to manufacture the spike proteins, which are the component of the coronavirus, okay? And when it does that, it tells your body that it's okay for it to have coronavirus in the bloodstream, and there's no reason to produce antibodies against it, according to the research that I've read. <clears throat> which means, hang on a second, which means... <clears throat> If you get exposed to the coronavirus in the wild or the cold or the flu or any of a plethora of other types of coronaviruses, excuse me, your body will not be able to produce antibodies against it. This is what happened in the cat and ferret studies. When they were injected with these spike protein RNA shots, their body stopped producing antibodies against spike proteins, and the first time they were re-exposed to a coronavirus in the wild, like a cold or the flu, they couldn't produce any antibodies, and all of the cats and all of the ferrets died from septus, which means they basically filled up with pus. And I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I know, I know this is sober. What I'm talking about right now this is very sober and very sobering. But guys, it's really important that you increase your vitamin C, your zinc. All of these things that we know work really well to bolster the immune system, plus at least 12.5 milligrams of potassium iodine a day. Please do so. Austin, what do you think, bud? What's your next story? Uh, absolutely. There's no question about it. I mean, it's it, everybody. I encourage this to everybody I talk to is that you have to start being proactive right now. Now, the thing about this is if your body's strong, and you have a good immune system, and you're taking your supplements, and you push through COVID, afterwards, you don't really have any issues with anything. I'll be honest with you. That just my personal opinion, and everybody I've seen. You guys know I caught COVID, the the Delta or whatever the heck they want to call it, whatever the latest and greatest bioweapon they had released, and it hit me about two months ago, and uh, it it put me down pretty hard for about three or four days. Now you know I didn't miss a show or anything. I mean I still pushed through on the show in the morning, and um, I was running the supplements really really strong. And for about three or four days though, I mean I I felt pretty rough. To be honest with you. And the biggest thing I noticed is I wanted to sleep all the time. I had no energy, and that was my body fighting off. You know as far as whatever I'd been exposed to. Now by about a week after it. 
I was starting to bounce back pretty decent. I was still a little tired, but, you know, I came back. Well, the thing about it is now that I've noticed, ever since that happened, dude, I don't get sick with anything. Even I've been around sick people, don't get sick at all. Don't My throat doesn't even get sore at all. Now, granted, I still hammer the vitamin C and the D3 and the zinc every single day, so I contribute a lot of that to it, but – that also it means whatever I got exposed to two months ago and my natural immune system fought off, it really, really boosted my immune system up with those antibodies. And then stacking it with the vitamin C and the D3 and the zinc is like supercharging your immune system now. Now, I'm saying am I, I'm never going to get sick again. Absolutely not. I'm, but I, I do stay pretty healthy all the time. But so what you have to look at is this is the biggest thing that I've had such – a time with this made me so angry with this these clowns and these businesses and these mandates and these these just goon squads now that are running around trying to force people to be injected. Nobody, nobody will address the topic of natural immunity, which is one of the most important factors we've ever seen through the history of science. Natural immunity, having the ability to have a natural immunity to a virus or to some type of pathogen is crucial. And they've taken that concept and they've literally wadded it up and thrown it in the trash and said, nope, doesn't exist, doesn't work, we're not even going to look at it, we're not even going to talk about it. Hmm. Isn't that kind of exactly what they did last year when we started bringing up vitamin C? Oh, yeah, said couldn't use it, didn't work, didn't know anything about it. Oh, isn't that what they said about ivermectin, the hydroxychloroquine? Oh, yeah, can't use it, not approved at all, can't touch it. Uh-uh. Just basically sit at home and shelter in place and wait to die if you get it. You can't do anything. There's nothing you can do. Oh, that's right, yeah. So they continue to do. Now as you go to the hospital, they say, oh, the only thing you can do to save your life now is put you on ivermectin, one of the most toxic drugs we have ever seen administered in the hospital industry right now. That's the only thing we can do. That's it. Isn't it funny how they always give you this ultimatum? If everybody's noticed that now, a true authority – Figure. I talked about this last week. A true individual that is a servant leader that cares about the individuals that he's leading, that he has authority over, never gives ultimatums to people on the aspect of, okay, this is the only option you can do with this right here. Nothing else works with it. The only other thing that we've seen with this is when you have a tyrannical government. You do what we tell you to do right now at any time. You do not have free will. You do not have freedom of choice. You do not have freedom of expression. You do not have freedom of speech. You have none of those. You do what we tell you. You say what we tell you. You jump how we tell you. You act how we tell you. Do not question anything we say. And as I said last week, it's very interesting whenever you have somebody in authority that refuses to even rebuttal or even hear a question. A question. That's when I have said repeatedly – that is when that individual has no more authority. I do not respect their authority whatsoever. If somebody cannot be questioned, if somebody cannot answer a question, if somebody cannot rebuttal something that you're concerned about, and you're telling them that they're your authority over you, and you simply go, well, i got a question. Why, why would we be injecting people with an experimental injection if we know they already have antibodies and they literally – we know we can look at it in their blood work. They have antibodies. doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. At all. You have to get the injection for your protection and my protection. If you don't get the shot, I'm not protected. And you go, that doesn't make any sense, man. I'm asking you a legit question. Why would you inject somebody with this when do you know they have antibodies and they're already immune to the COVID? You can't ask me that question. You're a science denier, racist. Get out of here. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. At that point in time, their authority is no longer valid, in my opinion, because if they can't answer a question and they won't even talk to you about something, it's simply shut up and get your shot, peasant. 
then you already know what their agenda is. And it's interestingly enough, I saw a video, and I've seen now multiple, multiple people have now been reposting this and discussing it as far as there's multiple articles now of U.S. veterans that have basically said they're getting ready for war. And there was one that they put out earlier, and they said in a video, this is it. We're, we're letting everybody know right now there are hundreds of thousands of us. That's what he said. That are already getting prepped right now. We are about to be at a full-blown war in the United States. And part of the article and what he said, he goes, this is the land of the free. He said, we will not allow forced injection, segregation, or authoritative surveillance and control grid passport systems. We have sworn an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States. We, the combat veterans and special force veterans of America, know the horrors of war all too well. We will be strategic, disciplined, and surgical. We know who the leading perpetrators are, and if they do not stand down, cease, and assist, if they keep stripping away our freedom and rights, those fascist enemy combatants will be held personally accountable. He goes, they released a bioweapon. They specifically shut down life-saving treatments leading to millions of deaths. You strategically censored doctors, nurses, medical experts, scientists, journals, intel community members, and soldiers. Now you're injecting millions of people with weaponized spike protein and an immune system-degrading, gene-altering, nanotech vaccine. You have now committed crimes against humanity on a global scale. The line has been drawn. You're dividing conquer psychops. Do not fly here. We will defend our country, our communities, and our family. We will defend our homes from the fascist invasion. And, you know, pretty pretty strong article this guy wrote in this video he did, but this is starting to pop up all over the country. And I've never really seen it to this level before. But this is very clear now. This is no more them just trying to push a covert agenda, you know, in the school systems that we don't know about. This is no longer them trying to tell people, oh, well, you know, a guy can go use a girl's bathroom. That's not a big deal anymore. No, those are all very big topics. But nothing pales into comparison now of telling people you get an injection of experimental RNA technology with whatever the heck is in it that literally, as we're looking now in blood work research, completely and totally degrades your immune system weeks and weeks and weeks and continues to go weeks after you've been injected with it. Then you now see another article, which makes zero sense to me why this would possibly happen. Zero Hedge just reported on it. They said the Friday deadline for the Los Alamos National Lab employees to get vaccinated has come, with a judge on the same day denying a request by 114 employees there to block the mandate from taking effect. In the last days, the employees, including top Nuclear engineers and scientists have literally taken to the streets outside the lab protesting the mandate, which orders them to get the first COVID injection or face termination. Concerning the lawsuit filed by the employees that Hill wrote earlier, the workers at the New Mexico laboratory, which is the same laboratory which built the atom bomb, filed a lawsuit claiming the exemptions to the mandate were denied. Every single religious exemption and medical exemption were denied. Specifically, the workers among them, dozens of scientists, are pushing back. It is unclear if any have been actually fired at this point after the deadline has passed or if any levels of negotiation or understanding are in the process of being reached. But the reality is these employees are seen as immensely valuable to both the nuclear lab and national security given their top secret government issued clearance levels and now what they're saying is some 55 protesters said they are protesting as the termination or placement on leave without pay of an disclosed number of employees was set to go last friday no this is going to be interesting to see and depending on what's going to happen 
this is very clear. This is exactly what this veteran was just talking about. This is being done systematically and strategically to completely and totally degrade, weaken, and collapse the United States of America. There's a reason why they've been bringing in hundreds of thousands of Afghan migrants over the last month. There's a reason why they brought in almost, from the numbers that I heard, millions of Syrian refugees over the last years with the conflict that was going over there. There's a reason why they're intentionally inviting individuals from south of the border to come in unvetted, unchecked, untested, and brought right in and bust and flown all over the country, including tens of thousands that are somehow showing up from Haiti randomly. It was interesting when the topic came up about they were walking from Chile all the way up to the southern border. There's a 60,000 Haitian group that was walking from Chile to basically north of the border to Mexico to the river. And I told you guys, I said, that is the biggest absolute lie I've ever heard of in my entire life. You can't make up a lie any bigger than that. The fact that you want people to believe that a 60,000 individual group is walking 2,700 miles through the rainforest from Chile all the way up to Texas without any type of significant logistical support, vehicles, clothing, shoes, food. And I talked to you guys in detail about the level of food. A hundred thousand pounds of food a day to feed sixty thousand people that are traveling anywhere between five to ten miles a day. And at ten miles a day, it would take them over six months to reach the border. And that's ten miles a day in heavy hilled areas. Wasn't done. Couldn't be done. Isn't gonna happen. Not with that many people. Maybe two or three very, very well trained hikers that have the gear, have the shoes, have the, you know, the, the know-about to do it? Absolutely, you could do that. 60,000 people? Absolutely not. No way. And so what we've seen now is the lie continues to perpetrate about all these individuals coming here, and they are bringing them here. They are coming here, no question about it. But the way they're getting here is a complete and total lie, and they're doing it to destabilize the country as fast as possible. This is why it's so important that everybody get the truth out there because the only way to stand up against this is to resist it. Compliance is completely and totally unacceptable right now. It's just that. Compliance with an unlawful, unjust government that is seeking to kill you makes zero sense to me whatsoever. That's why I've encouraged so many people. Do your own research and wake up other people. Civil disobedience is the only option right now. Because remember, remember I've told you guys before this with the algorithm. Enough people make big enough of a fuss and enough people say no and enough people stand their ground. These algorithms will literally give a generate a report from a matrix system and they will go, yeah, this isn't working. This is having a neg this having a negative effect. It's not doing what we're doing. It's actually having the complete opposite effect. More people are now starting to wake up because more people are saying no because we're pushing too hard. We have to back off the rhetoric right now or else we're about to have a very, very, very negative blowback. That's where this is headed. And so what I personally have encouraged everybody, stay strong in your faith, stay strong in your immune system, and continue to get the truth out there as much as you can because it is that time right now. When you have dozens of military vets getting together and hundreds of thousands of them saying that they are basically starting to form together to defend this country – that should be a clear-cut sign now. When you have hundreds of thousands of U.S. military active-duty personnel that are now saying they're willing to be court-martialed and basically have a, you know, a um, 
dishonorable discharge over this injection, that should give you a clear enough indication right now, the resolve of these individuals. And I commend them for that because that is a huge sacrifice, especially a lot of these guys that are 10, 20 years in to the military and their pension, their retirement, their long-term standing with the military is literally all about to be gone out the window because the government tells them that they have to be injected with an experimental RNA gene therapy, which is so far illegal on every aspect when you look at human rights in the Nuremberg trial. This is what's happening, and you've got to open your eyes and realize what's going on right now, Deb. What do you think? You know, Austin, uh, you know, I, I've got to give you a scripture here. This is this is really important. We've got to look at the you've got to look at the scripture. John fifteen, sixteen through nineteen. Jesus is talking and he goes, You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you that you would go and bear fruit, and that your fruit would remain, so that whatever you ask of the Father in my name he may give to you. This I command you that you love one another. If the world hates you, you know that it has hated me before it has hated you. If you were of this world, the world would love its own. But because you are not of this world, but I chose you out of this world because of this world, because of this, the world hates you. you got to understand what's going on here. This is a full-blown battle against flesh and blood. But we got to remember something else. The scripture also says, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. And we've got to get that. Because this is some negative news today. Dear Lord, have mercy. I mean, this is unbelievable. I mean, I don't even like reporting and stuff like this, especially with that whole gain-of-function stuff they did with Wuhan and the AIDS and the SARS and all the other stuff attached to this thing. But, guys, listen to me. This is not our home. <laughs> if it were, the world would not hate us. They don't like all broadcasting. They don't let you go out and have the truth coming in from CNN or from Fox. Every once in a while, they'll throw you a tidbit from Fox or from NBC, CBS, or ABC. It's all lies, all CIA-controlled CIA controlled propaganda through Operation Mockingbird, through basically the infiltration of the satanic Kabbalist group that owns all media, telling you what they want you to hear. You know, they came out with a TV show years ago. It was, it was Star Trek Voyager. You, know, you guys, you guys are Trekkies, you'll remember this. And there was this really, you know, interesting Borg. Her name was Seven of Nine, and she always walked around, you know, in her little Borg outfit and part of her implant still showing after she was brought back to humanity. And she would always tell you that the Borg would always say that resistance is futile. I got news for you guys. Resistance, resistance is not futile. They tell you things like resistance is futile, so you'll just go along with the flow big programming with people coming in from that show from 20 years ago. But the truth of the matter is resistance always works because the resistance produces algorithms and the algorithms let them know that we are not about to walk silently into the night and go die somewhere. There's enough of us that are still awake to say no and no. And how about no yesterday and no tomorrow? And I've said no so many times on this show. I'm going to continue to say no. Now we've got military personnel who are about to get their butts kicked out of the military because of the senile one who's doing his bidding of the Kabbalists that run the planet, that he's saying that you've got to be shot up with a kill shot or else you're going to be booted. And now we're not talking about a dozen or so military personnel. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of active duty military that are fully trained, you know, in combat, in immortal combat. So 
we've got a situation here. If these clowns that are doing this don't tighten it up, these military and these ex-military people that are going out and saying and making these quote-unquote statements are going to do what they say they're going to do. Now, guys, I hope we don't go to a civil war. I hope we can handle this through the courts. I never, ever, ever tell people that I want violence because I do not because it simply is not something we want to get involved with. But, guys, listen to me. If we do not get something going pretty quick as far as from a resistance standpoint to tell people no and we're not going to do this and stand against this. This is why Austin and I said so many times, do not wear the masks. I mean, we, we, oh, my gosh, we got so much hate now. Just go ahead and wear the mask, Austin and Teddy. What's wrong with you two? Just wear the mask and do what they ask you to do. This will be over with as soon as this election cycle is done. And we kept saying, no, it won't. You can't do this. If you wear the mask, if you socially distance, if you walk around like you're some peasant, they're going to continue to tighten the grips and the noose around your neck more and more and more. And that's exactly what they've done. Now they've got 170, 200 million or so people, whatever, 170 million, 200 million people injected with a RNA-altering shot that tells your body to manufacture spike proteins, little sand spurs that basically lodge themselves in the inner lining of your blood vessels, causing microclots and all kinds of other problems, including with antibody-dependent enhancement. All of these things are happening as we speak, yet the people are still promoting kill shots. They're still promoting, wear your mask, you peasant. And these states that are basically controlled by these communists who are going in and full-blown draconian legislation now is saying, you will be fired, like that little lesbian dwarf up there in Chicago. I mean, unbelievable this is actually happening. It's unbelievable that this is actually going on. And now Indiana is telling the Chicago police, hey, come to our state. We will hire you. We will not require that you have a mask or a vaccine mandate. I mean, this is incredible that we watch these democratically controlled cities completely self-implode. Right now in San Francisco, one of the most was it was one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Oh, my gosh. Remember they said a song one time by Tony Bennett. I left my heart in San Francisco. I mean, I went there for the first time back in like in 1981, 1982. City by the Bay. I mean, what a beautiful place that was. And now there's feces all over the streets, needles all over the streets, homeless all over the street. Just unbelievably huge homeless communities and tent shelters, you know, inside the city. I mean, the place has turned into a swine pit. And now dash cam footage shows brazen smashing grab thieves breaking into the parked cars and snatching bags in crime-ridden San Francisco. Viral video showing smashing grab thieves stealing bags from parked cars. The brazen thefts were caught on amateur video in San Francisco and in Oakland. San Francisco, San Francisco communist mayor London Breed announced rewards of up to $100,000 as Bay Area has been hit by a spate of organized car break-ins, according to the officials. Seattle couple visiting San Francisco had backpacks, laptops stolen from the cars. Clinton Kane, an Australian singer, was visiting San Francisco last week to film the video. He said he was held up at gunpoint and had $30,000 of equipment stolen. In one year, there was a 753% jump in, in jump in car breaks in central districts. Viral videos show brazen thefts in San Francisco's have sparked outrage. 
you know, they're kind of telling you in a lot of these democratic cities now, aren't they? If you have a theft of less than a thousand dollars, they're not even going to call the police on you. I mean, this is just insanity that this has happened. Why? Because whenever the people step back and they don't resist anymore, these thieves move in, don't they? They kind of come in. It's like also said, you've got all of these people coming in from all of these different countries, basically wanting their piece of the American pie, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they're being brought in here to build military personnel and armaments around. I mean, we had giant Muslim areas segmented in the United States years ago that basically were being used for Muslim training grounds here, being used by the CIA on American soil. What the heck's that all about? You know, Paul Williams, when he was on our show a few years ago, discussed that in detail. So we have all of this stuff happening all over the United States as they bring Afghanistan to us and Syria to us and Muammar Gaddafi, what's left of Libya to us as this massive infiltration of migrants flood into Europe and flood into the United States to destroy the American way of life, our culture, our very country is at risk. Why don't we look at what just happened over there in Afghanistan? A woman was playing volleyball. She was on the volleyball team in Afghanistan. And, of course, we left our allies behind, didn't we? This, al- this young lady was beheaded. She had her head cut off. The woman's youth volleyball player, and they posted photos of her head on social media, the severed head. My Jabin Hakimi was a rising star in the Kabul Municipality Volleyball Club. She was slaughtered last month, her coach told the Persian Independent. The girl's death is now only being revealed after her family were threatened. Coach said he decided to speak out after photos of her severed head emerged. They don't allow women to play sports, so they just go ahead and just lopped off her head. So is this what we're going to get in the United States with all of these Muslims coming in? Hmm? Is that what they're going to do? I mean, what really happened with Gaddafi? What really happened when they did this? What happened, you know, it's been about 10 years now since Hillary Clinton came in and killed Gaddafi along with Obama. Why in the world did that happen? Why, why in the world has the truth never been told? They had to have a portal. They had to have a entry point for all of these people coming into Europe. And Gaddafi warned us, and Gerald Salenti was on this show a couple of years ago, and he said, Gaddafi said, if you kill me and you take over Libya, you're going to have a massive influx of millions of Muslims and people who are poor, desperately poor, pouring into Europe. Wow. The killing of Gaddafi 10 years ago has resulted in the death of the nation of Libya, one of the most prosperous nations in Africa, and the destruction of its people. Americans are the most propagandized people on earth. In place of a news media, they have a propaganda ministry that is a lie machine, and Americans live in a spun narrative of lies. Few understand the evil intentions of their rulers and the way the government is used to enrich the elite. British journal, journalist Richard Melhurst said 10 years ago that the U.S. and French elites destroyed an entire country by killing Gaddafi. The cruelty of the evil Obama and the white witch Hillary, together with the French President Sarkovsky, currently a jailbird, destroyed a highly successful country and murdered its leader for their own profit. The destruction of Libya is one of the many crimes of Western colonialism that has undermined the confidence of Western intellectuals in Western civilization. 
It comes as the murder of Libya that has resulted in the destruction of the removal of statues and monuments and the teaching now at institutionalized school that white people are racist here in the United States. Wow. What do you think about this, guys? When do you think the destruction of Vietnam or Iraq or Libya or Palestine and a plethora of other countries and the attempted destruction of Syria and Iran, just to mention some of the atrocities of our current era, it is possible, almost impossible to comprehend why the West has lost its moral gloss and increasingly despised by growing numbers of citizens in addition to Arabs, Africans, Latin Americans, Russians, and Asians. Corrupt and evil Kabbalist leaders who run the planet have succeeded, like I mentioned to you, in marginalizing the West, including turning Donald Trump into a caricature, the senile one Biden into a caricature, just to destroy the image of the United States globally. Every, every Western country now consists of refugees from the countries that the West has destroyed intentionally. And the citizens who have lost confidence in their leaders and the cultures. We are now experiencing the fall of Rome in the United States, brought to you by the Kabbalist international banking cartels who want their new world order, who want an internationally, what international one world currency and who want a one-world religion under their stupid snake in a tree. That's the group that runs the planet. And they have done this to us, and they have brought this to us for one purpose only, to destroy Christianity, to destroy white civilization, to destroy any resistance. But I'm telling you right now, guys, greater is he who is in us. I said it earlier, and I'm saying it again, than he who is in the world. And we must resist with every fiber of our being. We have to. Austin, what do you think, bud? Oh, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, this is why we're seeing so many people. This is almost like the Great Awakening right now. And so many people are starting to wake up and completely and totally realize that this isn't okay, that this isn't something that we have to accept. And But you're seeing that the propaganda is becoming more and more and more and more aggressive. You know, I saw somebody sent me some uh, – a link from a video clip from the, some show that's out now on Netflix. I didn't even know anything about it. It's called some Squid Game or something. And it unbelievably sick, sick film, some show on Netflix. And it's basically about individuals who are peasants and they're trying to compete in some game and not die while these just masked, masked individuals walk around and basically just shoot people whenever something happens. It is a sick, sick film. And yet this is again though. The psychological operations that they continue to do with the media and the films, it's the predictive programming. They tell you what they're going to do. Remember I showed you guys, showed it on Hagman the other day, the, the video from RoboCop, the first RoboCop, where they bring in this automatic AI machine gun robot. 1987, this film came out. You have 20 seconds to comply. This guy has his handgun. He's testing it out. He drops a gun. The thing is, you have 15 seconds to comply. He's standing there. He's like, dude, I don't have the gun anymore. Robot ends up lighting him up with a machine gun. And I brought up the other day with the doggone robo-armed dogs that they have now. They just displayed at the uh, military convention. They're not building these platforms, my friends, because they look cool. They're not spending millions of dollars on these platforms because they want to get some type of notoriety from doing something. They're making these platforms because they're planning on selling them and then deploying them. 
And so that's why it's so crucial that everybody have the ability and learn how to train and learn how to shoot and learn how to be an asset in a group. I've always said this before, and I've talked about it to dad. When something starts to go down, you've looked at this in any type of regime or country, when pockets of resistance come together, there has to be individuals. And the only way it works is when individuals all have a contributing factor. Somebody may be really good at security and weapons training. Another person may be really good at scavenging food and making food. Another person may be really good at basically putting up defensive tactics. Another person may be really good at helping out as far as with keeping stuff taken care of and built and you know facilities and whatnot. Everybody has to have a contributing factor. This is why they've gone in and tried to completely remove the concept of self-sufficiency and self-responsibility and completely throw it out the window. Completely. That's why it was last year. doesn't matter. You're healthy. Stay inside. I'm going to stay inside one time. I worked. We didn't shut down Health Masters not one single time. The only thing that was interesting for me is that when I'm driving around is how nobody was on the road on the interstate. Nobody's out driving. I'm like, well, this is bizarre. People are legitimately staying home. Nobody's going anywhere. They're shutting down operating, healthy, safe businesses. Guys, that's never been done. You don't shut down and you don't tell healthy people to stay home. You don't tell healthy people they can't work. That is what the mindset was to do. They wanted to do the whole thing with COVID has not been just about a virus. It was probably one of the largest social psychological experiments we've ever had tested on the American populace. Well, actually, global populace, but the United States in general. There's, there's never been a social experiment this big before that affected over 300 million people at one time. They wanted to see how obedient people would be. That's why they started off so slow. Nobody else figured that out. That's why they started off with, oh, you got to shelter in place and stay at home. Oh, you're not essential. We got to shut down your business. Oh, when we open back up, you got to wear a mask and you got to do 25% capacity. Oh, and you got to wear, stay six feet apart from everybody. These arbitrary, non-scientific, completely erroneous rules. They wanted to see how many people were going to follow them. And sadly enough, the vast majority of people did because they were told this is for your protection. Don't worry about what you do. You can't do anything to protect yourself. This is what you have to do because we're telling you it's the only way to protect yourself. Hardly anybody questioned it. And the people that did question it, like me, myself, and Ted, and multiple of my other friends, we would get eviscerated half the time when we were out in public. And people around. Everybody wanted to criticize it. I'm like, why? The million-dollar question is why? Why are we doing this right now? And nobody could ever answer the question. They would say, well, it's a mandate. Mandate? What, what, what does that have to do with anything? Oh. And so that's what I've encouraged people Question every single thing. If you have been told something and it makes zero sense and it has no relative meaning in reality, question it. It's okay to question stuff. It's okay to do your own research. Why do you think I talk about all the time with our supplements? I say, dude, do your own research. Go look up the stuff that we manufacture. Go look up the raw ingredients. I said the same thing on my buddy's show the other day on basically the Free Thinkers podcast. I said the easiest things you can do if you want to question the level of integrity and quality of a vitamin supplement, just look what their B12 is made out of. I said methylcobalamin, 
the methylated natural version of methylcobalamin B12, or is it cyanocobalamin, the synthetic B12? So your body has to convert through the liver. It can be liver toxic. You only get about 30% of it after you convert it. I said because methylated B12, like we use, is about four to five times higher raw material. That's why we use it, because it's unbelievably healthy. It doesn't matter. The cost as far as is not essential to what the overall you know, demand is out of it. You want to have the highest quality supplements. That's why I've always gotten a kick out of people when they they always buy like super, super cheap tires that go flat and blow out all the time. You know, there's some good tire manufacturers out there. There's some really bobo tire manufacturers out there. And I've seen people do it before on high-end cars. In high-end trucks, they put these super cheapest tires they can put on. They pop and go flat all the time. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? What are you putting these garbage tires on the car for? Same thing I've told you before. You put high-quality supplements in a body that you want to preserve. You only got one house to live in. It's just one body. And I've told people before, I said, if you go out and you've saved up all your money and you go buy a, you know, a Ferrari, when you go to the gas station – are you going to walk in there and you're going to go, dude, I want the cheapest fuel you have. I want the absolute trashiest gas you have with the most amount of ethanol that's coagulating in the back. I don't, not even 87 octane. That's too good. Whatever the cheapest stuff you have, 81 octane, 82 octane, just garbage. I want to put that in my car because I don't want the expensive stuff. It costs too much money. I'm not putting 93 in it. No, nobody would do that. Nobody in their right mind would do that. But yet we have our bodies, which are way more important and way more valuable than a car, and we go – no, I'm not buying that kind of stuff. I'm going to buy it from Walmart. So it's, I can buy five bottles for $2. I'm going to buy it from there. And then people want to call me up and email me and go, well, I got these I got these vitamins from Walmart. They're a great value brand. I'm taking them, and they're not doing anything to me. So I, I wonder why you told me to take this stuff. I said, I didn't tell you to take that garbage. I would never tell you to put that in your body. I said, it's probably having a reverse effect. It's probably toxic. I mean, they, they, why would you put that in your body? So think about it right now. Why would you listen to things that don't make any sense for your body? Why would you stay in the house and not get fresh air and not get sunlight and not exercise and not take vitamin C when you know it has its positive effects? So I encourage people, continue to read, continue to research, continue to expand your knowledge. Jim Rohn, who I've bragged on all the time, I still listen to him. He talks about it repeatedly. Because you have to read. You have to expand your knowledge base. You can't just stay stagnant. If you stay stagnant and you're, you're getting older and you're staying stagnant, you're actually going back. You always have to go for bigger and better as far as making sure you're taking care of your body and progressing and staying strong and healthy. Now, do you have setbacks? Absolutely. Do you have points that you know, maybe you don't hit your mark or don't hit your goal? Absolutely. There's been numerous times and there's been stuff I haven't hit my goal on or something falls through and I'm like, man, that was so disappointing. You take a step back, say, okay, where are we looking at now? This is where we went wrong on it. Let's, let's rethink our strategy and let's get back at it. Same thing if you're trying to lose weight. If you've gotten you know, 20, 30, 40 pounds overweight in a position where you need to lose weight, take a step back and say, okay, this is what I've been eating to get to where I'm at now. Okay, This is what I've been eating. I've now had basically this outcome from it. So it's time now to start changing my diet and what I'm eating or else I'm going to keep the same outcome. You can't keep eating the same garbage you've been eating to get to the weight you're at and expect to eat it and get you know basically lose weight. So again, it's so important, my friends. Continue to be strong in your faith and in your mind. There's so many different things out there that are available right now for research. The internet has been a double-edged sword because not only do we have the knowledge and the extensive research we can dig into, we also have all this other negative stuff. So you got to balance it back out. 
But that's been one of the biggest things that the globals have had a problem with is spreading true information. That's why now, if you notice, they call everything fake news. If anybody says anything that's different than what CNN says, they automatically call it fake news. A consensus of medical experts is determined this is fake news. Notice they don't tell you who the medical experts are. They don't tell you that they're being paid by Facebook to make sure nobody says anything they're not allowed to be told. This is where we're at, and that's why it's so important. You forward our shows, you get the articles out there, and you continue to spread the truth, Dad. What do you think? Well, I think you're absolutely right, Austin. I mean, if you know, the Secretariat was probably one of the greatest horses ever, and he, you know, Triple Crown winner back in the 70s. And I remember, you know, they would be so careful with what they fed him, and they'd make sure he ate the right food, the right diet all the time. I mean, before he, you know, ran the Preakness or whatever, he didn't take him out and get him drunk and give him a bunch of beer. I mean, you know, give him a bunch of pizza to eat. I mean, they didn't do all that. They wanted to get top performance out of the animal. I remember years ago, I put the wrong fuel in a car. It was supposed to be 93 octane. I put like 87 octane in it. Oh my gosh, did it run bad? I mean, it, the car was awful. All I could, I was just looking forward to getting the doggone gas out, burn it out so I could put some decent fuel back in it. See, this is the same thing with your body. Your body has to have the right nutrients in high enough concentrations, the right amino acids, the right essential fats, the right minerals. All of it has to be done on an ongoing basis in order to feed your body what it needs. And I'm like you, Austin. I've never understood why people buy cheap supplements because they simply don't work. And if anything, it can be toxic for you because of all the chemicals and the shellac coatings and all the other stuff. Make sure you use a vegetarian capsule in your supplements. That's what we do. We try to get all of your supplements if possible, and that's what we try to do, in powder. So when the vegetarian capsule opens up, that the powder is going to be more easily to digest and it's not going to be a shellac-coated supplement. Very important. And don't ever try to take supplements that have, you know, cyanide cobalamin in them. That's the cheapest stuff they can use. And don't ever have stuff that contains calcium carbonate in it. Just don't, don't be putting stuff like that into your body unless you just want to turn your arteries to rock and cause hardening of the arteries. Avoid calcium supplements if you're a guy in general. And if you're a woman in general, you need to avoid them. You make sure you get enough magnesium in your diet. Really important. Also, make sure you protect your children too. You know, this social media stuff with Facebook and TikTok and all the rest of them. You know, Facebook apparently is responsible for sex trafficking. About half of the sex recruitment happens on this social media platform. Be careful with your children. Be careful what they watch because, guys, listen to me. There are a lot of predators out there after your children because this sex trafficking stuff is extremely profitable. I watched the movie Taken the other night. I hadn't seen that in a while. Boy, that's a sobering look at what happens in Europe. The sex trafficking stuff has happens with young girls going to airports and traveling in Europe by themselves. And but that's just gonna that can happen anywhere, by the way. You don't be walking down the street if you're a young girl, especially in the middle of the night and stupid stuff like that, or you're a young boy. You get abducted and get picked up. Be very careful with your children. Know what your children are reading, know what they're looking at online, and know where they are. And give them curfews, especially even if they live in your home. I've got an 18 year old, almost 19 years old now. She's got 10 o'clock curfew every night of school nights. The way it is, you don't want a curfew, you want to move out, hit the road. But you're not going to be running around all night here if you're living with me. Not going to happen. You're not going to be coming in and turning off the alarm systems and the cameras and all the other stuff that we have here at the house and basically walking in at 2 in the morning. We don't put up with that. Know where your children are. I'm going to tell you this. Nothing good happens after midnight. It doesn't matter who you are, whether you're an adult or a child. Bad place to be on the roads, bad place to be at night, especially walking around outside. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you. Remember, 
This is the day the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And greater is he that is in us than he is in the world. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. Very, very strong. And, guys, we try to encourage everybody the best we can. I know a lot of these topics and a lot of these news articles are stuff to, you know, sometimes they're not fun to talk about. But you got to get the truth out there. You know, as Jim said, a garden of weeds is a garden of weeds. It can be a beautiful garden, but you got to call it a garden of weeds before you start working on it. If you delude yourself into saying it's a beautiful garden, It'll never get done, and it'll always be a garden of weeds. We're in a position right now where we all have to start calling out the truth for what it is, even if it's inconvenient, even if it's not fun, even if we take flack on it right now from other people. It's that time. So continue to get the truth out there. Thank you so much for the continued support of healthmasters.com. We do our absolute best to continue to provide you with the highest quality supplements we can possibly make. Be sure to check out the prostate support Back in stock on the front page of the website along with the vitamin C powders that I was just talking about. It's got the quercetin and other antioxidants in it. Really, really, really good vitamin C. Overall best bang for your buck as far as when it comes to the vitamin C. So thank you again, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.